This episode of Two Scoops is a mid-season special. Get into this goodie bag. Cam. Mr. B. Is it recording? You know it. Let's give the people something new. It's time to serve it up. What's the scoop? Let's go. Serving it up, UK to the States. No tea, no shade, it's all grace. Nothing we can't discuss in this place. Black culture set the stage, please. Two scoops, baby. Yeah, two, two, two scoops. Serving it up of the culture. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Two Scoops. It's one of your co-hosts here, Cam, and we present to you our mid-season special. In this episode, you'll hear never-before-heard footage from past episodes. Just a nice little mixed bag for you to enjoy. You never know what you're going to pull out. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's kick it off with some bloopers from episode two. You know, our, our tagline, which is also our ethos, serving up for the community. You know, nope, that's not it. It's for the culture. That you know our our t- I'm gonna do that over. <laughs> so I don't have a hefty, thick beard like you do, but I really like the sound of that. So no, no, even for- uh, I wish. No, I'm not gonna pick it up. But I- <laughs> no, go home, go wait. I'm gonna take that out. But- <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm not gonna pick that up. That's not great to say. I'll be okay. Oh. I'm glad you started the vacuum. <laughs> Nothing needs to be vacuumed now. We've done it yesterday. <laughs> You have to include <laughs> Breathe. Babe. <laughs> let me let, let me stop record and I'll save that. Uh, Can we is is shit shaming a thing? I'll cut that out. Even that in itself is disrespectful, isn't it? Let me not say that. <laughs> I'm all inclusive, but yeah, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Where was I? Where was I? Um. Are you finished? <laughs> yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, you wait. You just wrote that this morning. This morning, babe. This morning. Oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Okay. We'll do, do it one more time. If that's Wait, good. I need a second. Sure. <laughs> um, before you continue, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so looking okay. forward to sharing this with you. Okay. <laughs> um. Next, we have some footage from episode three with our guest Jay Levine. What are you sipping on, Jay? I am sipping on some lemon ginger tea with a hint of agave. No ginger. Ginger root. Oh, which is... Ginger root is so amazing in your tea. It just... 
the sinuses are a thing. Sets you right for the day. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to get you to sip on some alcohol, child. Oh, you trying to get... You See, trying to, what you trying to get I out did, of me? <laughs> I did a lot. Everything. Well, <laughs> look, we got to preserve things, man. See, I didn't realize it was going to be 10, a, 10 a.m. at your end. You, Day you drunk see. is what you're trying to do. Uh, Day drunk. Right? <laughs> On a Sunday. Sunday. Bottomless yes. brunch, bottomless mimosas. <laughs> Just bottomless. Uh. <laughs> That's a good outtake. All right, I'm going to let's jump into it. <laughs> Remind us how tall you are and what your shoe size is. Okay, so a bitch is 6'2", and I am a size oh, wow. 13, size 15 in women, but in a pump, in like a four-inch pump, I'm 6'6", six, six, and I love it. Get into that's it. Like, that's actually how tall I am in my mind, 6'6". Six, six. You got a healthy foot size. Um, okay. A healthy and slew foot. <laughs> a healthy slew-footed bitch is what she is. <laughs> um, no, uh, Mr. B, what I was going to say is, it's so funny when you just walk around in heels around people that don't do it, and they look at you mm-hmm. But they get it. They get it. Yes. Yes. So so what is vegan Italian sausage? It is. So I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you exactly what it is because you definitely have to read. But from okay. my knowledge, it's just like a lot of plant proteins yeah. manipulated to create form, a, a different shape and spices, of course. Um but yeah, it's my it's literally my favorite dish to make. And sometimes I base it with uh, veggie pasta if I want a little substance. Sounds delicious. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. So sweet and savory. Or like Thanksgiving. I don't... Y'all can have the turkey and the ham. I just want the sweet potatoes and the dressing and mix it I mean, together. people really just go for that anyway. Yeah, that... bye. I don't, get, I don't want... Keep the turkey. And she's cute, but I want the thighs, you know. <laughs> the mac and cheese. And by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out into the universe... I feel like you don't have to try hard whatsoever because you are one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. My God, my God, he knew what he was doing when he was putting your shit together. Bust it for me. Bust it for me. <laughs> Speak about it. Just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Beard Thank and you, all. Baby. Thank you, baby. That's very kind. So are you. Thank you. All right, this is an extra scoop extra dark. <laughs> oh, there's a lot after dark in this one. <laughs> Y'all need a moment? No, kidding. (laughs) That. The bags under your eyes. Uh Uh-oh, not the bags. I'm talking about my own bags. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but no, but but there's something. There's something in that. So the bags under your eyes. Let's let's interpret that for a minute. (laughs) No, 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 no. He says, "Get get into this Birkin." Yeah, I'm going on a rant, but let's say you have someone who's wearing all of the name brands, right? And following all of the trends. What are you hiding? Where's the There's no originality. Right? You don't know thyself to, to be able to form, to muster up something from here, you know? Amongst many things, who knows? Which is why I, like, trends are sweet, they're cute, and sometimes I'll dabble in it, but, like, I just feel like there's no room for me to do my own thing, which is the whole point of this, y'all. Like, we are, it, the style is there so you can delve more into you and to just externalize what that looks like. And that might not look like a trend. Mm. You, you mentioned checking in with the essence to see what it wants to put on. How is it feeling? You know, that is, it's, yes. it's, it's missed a lot of the time. I think I missed that. that, that that's, that's something I've been missing for sure. 
Yeah, it just feels good to like check in with that because one day it might look like this and then the next day it might look like that. Mm. Something completely opposite. And that's the beauty of style is like it doesn't look one way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist in one form. It, it just purely exists, you know? This is so nourishing to listen to. Isn't it, Cam? It really is. I'm I'm just sat here. I'm like, it's so funny because, you know, Jay mentioned that I've known known since what 2014 you said yeah when you were 21 how'd you meet should i should i or should you go ahead you do it you talk okay um so we were gosh we can put that in the past tense were both opera singers um and we met just before we were about to start our gig in copenhagen in 2014 at the royal danish opera singing porgy and best child and we linked up, you might remember because my brain is now old, but how we got oh, yeah. to link up and how we became roommates, that I can't remember. Through message. Through message, okay. Wait, was it message? Yeah, you messaged me and you were like, hey, you want to be roommates? Like, this is what I love about Cameron. Cameron is such an approachable individual. He's so kind and it is so genuine. And he just literally was just like, hey, I saw that you're going to be in the cast. How are you doing? And we just started chatting and we noticed that we just like just meshed really well he was like roommates and i was like sure but then this is this Uh, is the gag this is why i love this man really i should i i need to give him my next paycheck (laughs) everyone everyone's living situation in copenhagen varied but most of it was like you lived with like six or seven people five to seven people and uh the one of the founders of opera noir was like the first few people that message me with their roommates will get apartments to themselves cameron after we agreed to be roommates, got on that, and we got our own yes, apartment. We babe. have to share with anyone. We lived in Estepol on Klassenskel. Yeah, come on, Dana. Beautiful. Let's meet you first of all. Okay, okay. That's the upscale <laughs> part of Copenhagen for y'all to okay, know. Okay, baby. The, daddy, the daddies are walking the base. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was all because of Cameron, and I'm just so grateful because the Lord knows we needed our space. Absolutely. You know? And they how, were like people were. Sh- how long were you living together for? Like four or five months. Four, five, wow. five months, yeah. Five months, and people were sharing rooms. Could you imagine that, Cameron? No. And I'll leave that there. And I'll leave that there. Ham has seen me at some of my rawest and most vulnerable moments in my life of just figuring out how to navigate as a young adult. And I remember, Cam. I don't know if you remember this, but we used to. The, the first, like, eight weekends of rehearsal in Copenhagen, baby, Cam and I would go out and stomp the motherfucking town, baby. We would go out and we would dance. We would bar hop. Child. We would just dance and just be sweaty, like, clothes drenched when we left the bar. And smoky, because they could bla- smoke in clubs then. Smoke down. <laughs> and what was that like, being black and gay and, you know, living in Copenhagen? Liberating. They love us. <laughs> Liberating. <laughs> They love us, honey. They were like, bring it on here. And um, there were nights where Cameron is just such a social butterfly. Like anytime you go to, like when Cameron comes into town to New York, he always has these gatherings and there's just up, there's this diverse group of people in the room. And it's because he's such a, his his energy is so inviting and, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't know one type of pe- person. And um, there'll be nights, Cameron will be like, okay, girl, got me a boo. I'll see you later. And my little sad ass... <laughs> Not because I couldn't, but because of mentally there was a block. I would like catch the one age bus home and I would cry myself home because I was like, no one wants me. Oh my God. Not realizing like, 
You were just dancing with the guy who wanted to go home with you. Literally. Literally, like... So you didn't get no dick in Copenhagen? Oh. That would be a falsehood. That would be a false. Because I know that's a lie. (laughs) No, that's that's a double lie. No, um... He's just, he's been there since I have was just at the start of everything, literally. Yeah. And thank you for those kind words, Cameron. I really appreciate it. And the funny thing is, like, I just feel the same about you. I see those things in you. Like, you are one of the people that taught me how to navigate as a queer Black individual. I got I gather a lot of that from you just by existing. Not from talking, just by seeing you exist in yourself, you know? Wow. That's a really affirming because this journey that I'm on, it's taken a while for me to believe that in myself. So, yeah, that's really affirming, actually. It really is. Thank you. Oh, you guys. Y'all, this is these special moments on this podcast. We go into the billboards, okay? So in episode five, Mr. B and I had a cute chat with our special guest, Jacqueline Shepard, also known as Jax. And you'll hear why I made that distinction. (laughs) And I'm your lovable co-host, Cam. And at the top of the show, the voice you heard was our lovely guest, Jacqueline. Ah! (laughs) Jacqueline? What the hell was that? (laughs) I'm going to do that over again. It didn't even sound that bad. <laughs> but that is your name. <laughs> I'll start for my one. Let me just make sure I'm recorded. Yeah, we're good. Right. <laughs> Jacqueline Shepard. Now you got me paranoid about saying What the it. hell? Jacqueline Shepard. Jacqueline Shepard. Okay, Jacqueline Shepherd. so from here on in, after Jack, after this one, just call me Jax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because I've actually never said your full first name. Yeah, so just say it at the top and then after that, we'll <laughs> scratch it. It's fine, because I don't know why. But you know when you get in your head about something and all of a sudden <laughs> it becomes a thing. Oh, God. Swavery. <laughs> <laughs> are you not going to You're not gonna give me swavery? Can I not have it? Oh, I was going to let you have swavery, but Mr. B wanted to rewind back into history with this whole plant and plantain debate. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> well, <clears throat> so swavery, right? Savory food, which tastes sweet over desserts and stuff. I love a good mix of sweet and savory, but I feel like so many people are not with the program. Like, it's the best. See, I'm exactly the same. I'm never up early enough to see sunrise. No. My my husband is an early bird. Every time we're on holiday, he will drag me out of bed at ridiculous... You know, sometimes if it's... We're in the Far East, you know, 5am, go to the beach and... 5am when you're on holiday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Every sunset reminds me of of us now because Aww. he will drag me out of bed to, to to watch something so beautiful. But yeah, I'm the same as you. Give me a give me a sunset any day. Yeah. Well, there have been times when I've been still awake from the previous night that I've seen <laughs> the sun. But um, <laughs> party yeah. girl. 
no, not even just partying, just sitting on YouTube being a nerd. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm with y'all. I love a sunset. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Plus, you can, like you said, Jax, have bubbles. You can't have bubbles at sunrise unless no. you're having a mimosa. <laughs> so what's your favorite song on the Honey album? I love Missing You. Oh, it's just, it's just a beautiful track and there are some songs in fact I feel like this would be the perfect environment to listen to that song in because you know when it takes you again it just it kind of builds and it just takes you through all of the all of the emotions all of the 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 feels um yeah it's just you know when music is it's it's palpable just thinking about it now it makes me feel I'm feeling the music and that is how that's that track makes me feel and that's how many tracks on that album make me feel and I've taken it on a holiday before and I've done lots of solo holidays by myself and it's been such a great accompaniment so yeah gorgeous one moment I was fine there was a really key part where you know we know the Tina Turner story we know that she went through some challenging times and then when she has this moment of escape and she she steps into the Tina Turner that we all know and love. This, this, I'm not sure which chapter it was, but anyway, the tears just flowed. Tina's such a, an icon, and I feel mm. like there should be another word past icon for for someone like her. Most That's definitely, I just, Amazing. you know, I just think, just it's 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 so beautiful when you get to have a, a peek into someone's world through their own eyes and through their words. And to really get that insight, you know, I think we've we've seen lots of different iterations which have been just fabulous over the years. But hearing her talk about herself and hearing her frame it in the way that she was seeing things um, from her own mouth uh, was just, it was just so insightful. It was so insightful. What a hero. Lastly, we have footage from episode six, where our special guest was Sandy. And just like episode six, this is not safe for work. So turn off now if you can't listen to it. And, you know, you said people look at your social media and they might be confused. You're writing your own fucking narrative. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, look, the gay community, I think we put ourselves... We, because I mentioned this as well, because we want to find our tribe. It's almost like we're so serious about it that we Very. forget that we're interested in other things. So like, for example, <laughs> I had this the other day where this guy messaged me on Instagram and says, I can't tell whether you're a top or bottom. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, hello to you Are too. Well, he wanted to understand because he was like, in your pictures, you look really dumb. But then basically he was watching some of the videos that I had on my Instagram and he was like, yeah, but then you look really like you, 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 you really come across as like really femme and like, I don't really, and silly. And I was just like, well, sorry, but I don't know why he needed to ascertain whether I was top or bottom, but that is, you know, that is the, <laughs> that's what we're working with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, you know? and I, I just want to big up all of the femme tops out there j- j- <laughs> just for a moment because yes. everyone seems to underestimate a femme top. And I'm kind of, yeah. I love a blouse. 
Applause. Yeah. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> um, we did a we did an episode the other day on um femme culture within the scene and we had a femme top guy um and it was great it was great to uncover all of the complexities and layers that there are with that whole journey and navigating sex in that way which i think i'm totally here for I've mentioned this. I said this to Joe Levy. I love a man in a lace panty. Yeah. There's not there's nothing that I find hotter than a fucking hairy ass in a lace pant all day. It, Come on. It I will literally just take the little string and put that's my it. tongue is, straight in is, your arm. That's it. It's that's it. so <laughs> delightful. <laughs> and I and I think and I would probably wear lace because I mean I've got booty, so I, I my butt looks good in lace. I will say that for sure. Yes, it's all the, the aesthetics. Yes. So that was a hard question, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lace. Yeah, for sure. So do do you do you cover yourself in silicone lube? And so yeah, that's what I do. People, there are people that use like talc. Honestly, I don't really understand how that works, but I think it's mostly to do with if you use talc, maybe if you're hairier it helps soak up the moisture. But for me, I'm I'm all about silicone lube and just gliding in. It does mean that you will, because all the lube and the sweat then mixes within your suit and it can be uncomfortable for the first hour. But I've been in, you know, rubber for like 10 hours before. And it's really good because afterwards your body is snatched. Because <laughs> you, you lose all that weight because it's just like, it's just sweat. So after Rob, I'm like, uh, come and look at me now. Yes. <laughs> Again, you t- in in the in the episode that aired previously, you talked about the versatility. What was it? The the bike, the biker wear out- outfit. Yes. yes. It, it's it. I mean, look, that is. I like anything that is. If it's got double function, I'm here for it. You know. So a rubber suit acting as a sweating agent, so I can lose some weight, is always a good thing too. <laughs> But yeah, I would, I would say, I'd have to say lube. I can't, I can't deal with, you know, people that spit and that's fine. And if you have the appropriate, you know, um, viscosity. Thank you. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> then that, it, then it's magical when that happens and someone spits and it's just like, oh yes. But otherwise, no, ma'am. Grab the lube. Let's do this properly. Fingers or fist? Oh, I mean, for me, I get, okay. I I love the way I'm like doing cop-outs for all of these questions. (laughs) For me, there's no way that you're getting a fist up there. It's just, girl, no. Impossible. 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 (laughs) I, I admire people that can do it i have partaken in the sport of fisting myself i'm not opposed to if someone wants me to do it um as long as it's not the only thing on the menu i think that sometimes Mm -hmm. with fisting because you know it's such a highly elevated um feeling of pleasure i think that people that are into it sometimes get really lost in that being the only thing a bit like people who are really into nipple play and like losing sight of everything else so that's my only gripe sometimes and i'm like so when everyone anyone asks me oh do you want to do this and do fisting i'm like okay girl we can do other stuff as well or am i just coming to pound or am i just coming to pound your hole can i use my dick too you know yeah are we gonna yeah so anyway um 
Uh, finger for me, fingers. I just don't find fingers comfortable. Same. I would rather uh. someone just use their dick. Um. So I think for me, for me personally, I'm gonna have to say neither one of these options are the one for me. Now, if I'm on someone else, uh, I'm gonna say fingers. But <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story. The first time that I ever fisted someone was, was this when I worked at Recon or before? It might have been before I worked at Recon. Me and my friends went to Eurovision. It was in Malmo in Sweden at the time. It was just after, if you know anything about Eurovision, um, after Lorene won and we all decided to go. So there's a bunch, and I'm not even, I was not into Eurovision. I was just there for the trip. But anyway, (laughs) I ended up going to this sauna and meeting this uh, Swedish guy who I just, you know, started playing with his ass. And I'm like, one finger, two fingers, three fingers. Oh, oh. And then it just ended up that way. So that became like the running joke of like my my little friends who obviously were not fetishy or kinky. And I was just like, I put my fist in someone yesterday. And it was really good because the night before, like one of my friends had got with this guy. And it was like, oh, I got with this guy and we you know, he stayed up and we chatted all night. And then this other guy was like, oh, I had sex with someone yesterday. And I was like, I fisted someone. So who's who's winning now, bitch? <laughs> so checkmate. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. So that play with your nipple talk is a new thing for me too. So my other half now knows to play with my nipples. But very recently, I started to i wanted to explore masturbation without looking at porn oh um, yeah to like you know a few, a few things that i've read is that you know you can kind of just get in touch with your own body again and like mm. get in touch with, with sense and, and touch and taste sometimes so through that exploration playing with my nipples i'm like oh my god oh my mm. god this is new because they were i just they were just something that i completely ignored yeah so, Mm, interesting. Can I, wait, can I ask a question? Because you mentioned masturbation, and I often find with masturbation. So I have a friend who cannot have a wank unless it's like he basically likes candles. He puts on music. He's got two hours of his day where he's basically gonna jerk off, and I'm like, girl, who has the time? Wow. So, <laughs> but I also have friends that basically like jerk off. Like, there's it's like clockwork one in the morning before they go to work one at work during lunch one as soon as they get home and then one before bed and then for other people like myself well actually I don't know whether no I won't say I won't reveal my answer yet (laughs) there is there is there is this um thing of like it's an enjoyment thing um but you also do it with porn on or is it just a functional thing where it's like two seconds and then you're done do you know what i mean uh-huh yeah a bit of both so okay i wanted to incorporate that kind of okay this is me time this is this mm-hmm. is the time for me to like you know enjoy this moment i love masturbation um so i kind of just wanted to not make jacking off uh like something that i do mm. it, 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 it if that makes sense, to not make it so kind of habitual. Yeah. Um, so removing porn 
was just a way of me exploring that. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I want to, I want to, I, I think being, doing the job that I do has really maybe desensitized me. There's not a lot that shocks me sexually. Um, but yeah, maybe not having porn would be a good thing to do for a bit. I might try that. Anyway. Yeah, I might try that too. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like j- just a piece of advice. Like it was, it was a struggle at first because I'm thinking like, fuck, like. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, but but then the, but then you know, it was actually a conversation with with someone. She was like, "But you've got all of this. You've got a wealth of resource in your head. You've got all of these sexual experiences, all of these moments, fantasies. Delve into those, and trust me." <laughs> There's been times where um, that has kind of taken over. You know, instead of vers- the visuals there. But maybe something I'm watching isn't quite mm. stimulating, even though it is stimulating yes. in general. But and then I'll kind of switch back to encounters that I still can like physically feel and remember, and that is what will take me there. But that's not consistent, and it's not that isn't the 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 primary source of I was about to say inspiration of, <laughs> stimula- of, of stimulation, you know. Um, so. You know, the mind is very powerful. And so I guess to unlock that, to kind of take over instead of always having it right in front of you, doing it for you, basically. Yeah. That's... So so the, the, the only reason why I brought it up, because obviously you mentioned masturbation, but I just, it's really weird for me because sometimes I will go a whole week and I'll be like, oh, I, should, I haven't I haven't come I haven't masturbated and so it turns into a functional thing so I'm just like mm-hmm. okay well and I'm not gotta do yeah, it yeah I've just got to do it and then it's because because I also feel like oh I should probably do it that's how I think about it and I'm just like <laughs> do you know what I mean and then it's done so anyway yeah it's 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 so telling as well like so when we create a piece of content oh my god actually best example ever the other day we had a panel discussion with south asian men after the survey came back we were like right we need to do something to to kind of increase the visibility of south asian men so we gathered a couple of south asian members put them on a panel just to talk about their fetish and kink experience that video no word of a lie was the most underperforming video that we ever had on recon because and it's because people don't they did, and and it oh, it pains me so much to say pains that, me like, to hear it. People didn't care, and when and it was really interesting when I did the boys club video. So it's just a short video. It's on YouTube, um, and it basically takes three black men, three Asian men, and like throws them together in this space, and they're just you know cruising each other, and just like there's not a white person to be seen, and it was just like the tagline is just like imagine that. Imagine you had a space that was—I've forgotten it now. <laughs> um, imagine, imagine if you had a space that was created just for you, right? And the whole point of it was that white people—you have spaces all the everywhere, so you don't feel this kind of exclusion, right? But for people of color, if they had a space where it was just them, see what could happen—they could flourish, and it's actually the same thing the same thing happens you know what i mean the same thing happens they cruise they make out they get together they pair off they do the things that they would do but they just have you know 
there's more and there's no angst the there's same. no angst there's no second guessing there's you know. yeah exactly there's a level of comfortability that you don't get when you're surrounded in purely white spaces so you know so for me it's really sad when we create pieces of content and they don't do well because it kind of defeats the purpose of trying to put the message out to get people to learn about stuff but you have to continue doing it because otherwise it's never going to become a thing and you know what I would rather you know one person get something from that panel discussion than have like you know thousands of views on a video but it does really upset me when it happens like when we put a black man up on our instagram and he doesn't get like no love like we have um fetish week is like the biggest thing that we do event wise and promotion wise there's like 12 images that i have to create and they're all different um body types different ages different um ethnicities and when they go up on instagram one by one i just look to see who's going to be the most popular guy on the thing that's representing that party and i guarantee you always be the white beardy man i and i had the most delicious uh, black man on um our roster last year and i had to make a point on my instagram to be like look you guys this is what we're talking about just go through all the different um like go through all the different images and look at the same the same promotional pictures the same look feel of the pictures the only difference is the guy that's featured in them and it just becomes a whole race war about (laughs) about what's attractive so we have to do more but i think that is a very layered and complex issue to kind of untangle but and I would rather tread carefully, but it is stressful. And that's what's been stressing me out this week because based off of, you know, putting the survey results out into the, you know, internet world and internet space and people writing back about like why they think that these survey results are inaccurate. And I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Thanks for dipping into our goodie bag. Y'all know what to do. If you like, email us at contact at twoscoopspodcast.com or hit us up on Instagram at twoscoopspodcast or on Twitter at twoscoops underscore pod. Thankfully, the Two Scoops audience family is steadily growing, so please continue to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. See you next week for episode eight of Two Scoops. Oh, And here's a little something to take us on out of this bag. To everyone else, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Two Scoops. We'd love to teep these... (laughs) To everyone else, thank you. To all of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in to us for another episode of Two Scoops. We'd love to keep these types of conversations. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back in the room. <clears throat> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good outtake. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll behave. <laughs> to everyone, nope.